When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's going on, faithful it's 49ers Friday. I got the one and only John Chapman here. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff that's going on with the Niners, some new moves that are going to be made. We got the all-pro list. We got the votes. And it's Super Wild Card Weekend right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Stick around. So bright that we shine On the rocks, and a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy B tipping non stop, sounding like Trent Williams on the fly. So, you know, we can't stop, we be banging through your speakers. You can tune into my show, and I'm a teacher. Wayne Breezy, the phone I preacher. We so bright that we shine. What's going on, faithful? Welcome to the show. It's the John and Wayne show part deux. Hey, John, you ever see that movie Hot Shots part deux? Are you kidding me? Hot Shots three and a third? Man, I could go all day, baby. Yes. Oh, my what, gosh. What yes. was better? Hot Shots three and a third That's or Naked one. Gun 33 oh. and a third? Yeah, you didn't know I was going to go there and hit you. You didn't yeah. know I was going to hit you with the Naked Gun, baby. Dude, I, airplanes, all those, anything. <laughs> like, I watched those on repeat, man. Yeah, it's, I loved them. It's it's funny because when I was growing up, I didn't know that they were spoof movies. Yeah. I was probably 25 years old when I realized Spaceballs was a spoof movie. I just thought it was a comedy. Dude, I remember I was on a plane watching Best in Show, which is Christopher Guest, right? It's like one of those fake whatever Spinal Tap movies. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know this genre of film. And I'm just like laughing my ass off. And I'm like, how does nobody else watch it? Because this was when like everybody watched the same movie on the yeah. plane. Yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. And I'm like, why is nobody else dying laughing right now? Uh, yeah, anyway, there we go. There we go. Yo, I love, the, I love how we just start the shows. What's going on? Travis King is in the building. What's going on, fam? <laughs> Good to see you, bro. Good to see you. New oh, video. I love Travis, man. He's new new, new music videos out. 
It is fire. It's got E40 in it. Guys, make sure you check it out. It's live. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. It's everywhere. You can get it, man. Check it out, man. Shout oh, out to Travis, the- thanks for letting me be part of your fantasy football league, man. That was awesome. Did you Appreciate win? That. Yes, I won. What? Get the front door yeah. out of here. What the? I don't lose. You I didn't do even lose. draft. I you wasn't I even I there. Drafted. I drafted. I was there. I was no, there. okay, I okay, okay. I My drafted. thing was you, you... You didn't. You weren't taking it seriously. What the freak? I showed up, talked trash. Nobody responded. So then I kind of like retreated a little bit, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna let my team do the talking." And yeah, I just take first place. You know, it's what I do. It's what I do. (laughs) Travis is the man, dude. He's oh, speaking of Travis, what he does, you can't be changing the fantasy football (laughs) rules like week three and four into the season, bro. Like, have your rules. Rules before we was yo. I don't even know what the rule was. It was something about the waiver wire. I was like, I, I don't know what this means. I'm just gonna play how I know how to play, man. We got a super chat contribution from Tommy Huxley. Tommy's the best man. He says Wayne loves music and John Bandana. I'm Banda. Banda. Okay. Banda. 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 You know what you changed? You said that we had to pay, we had to auction or raffle a dollar or something for the. It if changed you wanted the fab and whatever, and that was cool. That worked for me. That worked but I'm not, me. I'm not making it up. I, I, I'm not. I, I know that's what happened. I didn't even understand what he was doing. I was just gonna wait to see who was gonna be available on the. <laughs> <laughs> like awesome. I normally do. But what a great league, man. You guys, man, it's a great league. We had a bunch of great leagues this year. Speaking of great league, the NFL was great. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers finished great. Uh, and, John, we got to talk about the Niners. There's, there's some moves that are being made. Uh, unfortunately, there's a lot there's of stuff going on right now, man. A lot of stuff, like some exits happening, right? And let's just talk about the breaking news right now. You got Adam Peters, who is set to be the general manager of the Washington Commanders, right? So, there's going to be some power, power, wonder working power in this deal because he's going to have, you know, that full throttle, uh, you know, power, you know, which you kind of want as a GM. And so, John, let's just tell me your thoughts about Adam Peters. Let's play devil's advocate. Let's let's go good. Let's go bad. Let's go, John. Yeah, let, look, I'll say this. OK, everybody wanted to keep Adam Peters. Uh, the 49ers been over backwards trying to find a way to keep this guy. But look. What the new Washington ownership gave him, the 49ers never could. Not only did he get GM, he got president um, of operations, and he gets to pick his head coach. This dude has unlimited power to build a team from the bottom up. And I put on Twitter, like, if I could have any job in the NFL, it would be exactly what Adam Peters just got. Complete power complete control and build a team from bottom to top. He would never have that. Shanahan's going to be the guy. Lynch is the number two until we win a Super Bowl, then he'll leave. Peters got everything. The Niners could have done nothing to give Peters what he just got. Adam Peters is already like a top five most powerful people in the NFL as far as like control over a team, like already uh, with what he just got. So uh, the idea of why did we, you know, give Lynch the raise and president of operations, that was to keep John Lynch from going to broadcasting. That wasn't necessarily, yeah, you wanted to keep Peters. And the goal was we win a Super Bowl this year. John Lynch goes into broadcasting. Then Peters takes over. But even if that was the case, Peters wasn't going to get this much power. It's still going to be Shanahan's show. So uh, just be thankful. 
Adam Peters has been great. He is one of the people, one of the people responsible for a lot of the day three success, um, the drafting in day three for a lot of big time hits. You know, how much, whose guys, who's, you know, Brian Greasy, who do you give credit to? You give credit to all of them. Um, it's not a one or the other type of thing. So, so thankful for Adam Peters. He's an exec. We were talking to the group chat, the 49ers rush uh, chat this morning, you and Vicky, and we fight like brother and sister, don't we? Like, oh, really do. It is. Listen, every she, like, <laughs> I know if she's I see y'all close next to each other, I put my phone down, I pick it up, it's got 25 messages. I mean, it's just every time, and I love I, it. I know she feels... As if she can't ever say anything, because I'm going to clap water, back. Man. But Ooh. she does it to me. But you know, you know what it is. She said, and she wasn't wrong. I, I I had to make it clear that she wasn't wrong with what she said. But in the in the instance of bringing it up, it was like the we weren't. He's not a player. He's not a he's not a coach. Excuse me, he's not a coach. So I was like, hey man, it doesn't really apply to him. He's an exec, and so they can go He'll whenever. He'll still be around. He'll still oh, be yeah. in the games. He'll still <laughs> be sure. all that stuff. But he his just... job's basically concluded anyway. Like yeah. he's not doing day to day contracts operations. up, no. done. He's not scouting right this second. You know, like, listen, right. And that's that's going to be my follow up question to you. All right, so I'm going to ask you that. But before we get to my question, uh, we have a question from Nigel. He says, "Do we get a comp pick for Peters going to Washington?" So I'm going to keep it a buck. I've been checking. I, I got his. I, uh, I got his 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 tree. I, I've I've been searching to see if there's any African American, any type of descent, minority, of something, something, uh, anything uh, that we can find. Now, I went I know straight that, to his Wikipedia. I didn't find anything. That was funny. I don't think they posted it on the Wikipedia. You got to get that uh, ancestors <laughs> kit. Um, <Yeah. laughs> you got to get those results, man. We got to put our money up. Mr. Peters. Here we exactly. go. Exactly. Like, when Mike McDaniel got hired, no, like it was just like, oh, man, congratulations for him. I hate to see him go. But then it turns out, you know, he was, you know, didn't talk a lot about his past and whatever else. And then the rule states that if a minority is hired into the head GM or the head coaching job, you get those compensation picks, which the Niners have got more than any other team by a considerable margin. Um, but, yeah, if it's a non-minority hiring, then no picks are awarded. So I do not expect the Niners to receive compensation picks on this one. And with Steve Wilkes getting um, interviews and things like that, you have to be on the team for two consecutive years. So even if Wilkes got hired, the 49ers would not be receiving compensation picks this yeah. the following he, year. He got to do one more bid. So, you know, Steve Wilkes got to do one more bid um, in order for the Niners to get a comp pick like John right. just stated. Speaking of uh, Adam Peters going and, and being his, on his way out, um, you know, Clint Kubiak is has been supposedly interviewing. Well, they, at least they requested the Chicago, was it the Chicago Bears? I think they requested to interview him. So... The Niners, I mean, you're part of the Shanahan tree. You're going somewhere. I mean, they are. But, we have been picked and right. picked and picked, and it doesn't matter. But, they just get better and better. But but why? Let's talk. Let's try to talk to the faithful and why not to worry about this. Why right? this this won't be an issue when these guys leaving. This is this is what happens. You know, I've been watching football all my life, and I might not have understood at, at a younger age about coaches being coordinators and these other positions, and then they end up becoming head coaches in the league, depending on their record. I might not have understood it then like I do now, but this is just what happens. And the better your team is, the more of your coaches are going to be surfaced out. Like that's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. 
And it's here's the thing. Like one of the things that I really like about the 49ers is look, they're going to invest draft capital and actual salary cap capital in the defense. We have the highest price defense in the NFL. The offense is going to be carried by Kyle Shanahan. Always. And so that's what it is. Those two things are constant. Now, you might lose personnel, you might lose offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, play callers, play designers, all that, whatever. Doesn't matter. You're going to keep Kyle Shanahan. And you're going to keep investing on the defensive side of the ball. And that has been the formula for the 49ers' success and staying at the top. Despite, look at the Eagles. The Eagles lose two guys, and their whole organization whole, falls whole apart. Different, whole different team. They're whole swapping different, callers in the middle of the season. and Whole different, uh, com, uh, 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 what's the word that we like to use? Com, uh, not com, Continuity? Not continuity, but like uh, the culture. The culture is different. Yeah. Even the culture, like, it's changed, right? Yeah, AJ Brown just deleted all of he, his Eagles stuff off his social media and all Twitter. Gone. Gone. All gone. Middle of the, you're going into the playoffs, dude. And y'all want it. Y'all want him. Like, yeah. come on. I, I do like AJ Brown. I do like him too, he's but got not some issues. He and 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 we and we got mad at Debo. Like, I, we we were pissed because Debo. That, and that was a contract negotiation uh, tactic right. that he was doing. Not in the middle of the playoffs. Now, that would have pissed me off. Playoffs. That's too much. Yeah. That let me know that the Eagles are going to lose to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I hope so. on this weekend. I hope man. so. But, you know, back to this, and uh, you know, not that I want to put a bow on it, but there are players in place or guys in place, not players, to already move into this role. Um, you know, Lombardi talked about Tariq Ahmed, who he got some face time with the draft last year. You've yes. got R.J. Gillen, the director of pro personnel. And it's like, look, if you're in this organization, you're being groomed for the guy, whether it's defense, offense, personnel, scouting, doesn't matter. Promotions are coming. We keep winning. People are going to take our stuff, our people. But guess what? You get promoted. And now there's even a little bit of a backflow because Martin Mayhew, who we lost and received compensation picks to um, Washington already as their GM, he's now in purgatory because Adam Peters, the new guy who worked with Mayhew here back in 2017, 2018, he determines if he's going to have a job and stay. If not, maybe Martin Mayhew comes back. Like there's options that are available to build from within. And the Niners have been next man up on offense, defense, and in the pro personnel, you know, exec side of things. So you just keep the machine flowing. All right. I like it, man. I could, I could dig it. Shout out to everybody out there too, by the way, we're going to get to some of these super chats while we're talking. Uncle Salty with the super chat says, looking forward to this weekend. Can't wait to see our next victim. I like that. Let's effing go Niners. Your uncle, yeah, John. I mean, oh, this is a, a a watch football weekend, like kind of. Oh, that's awesome! You know, I'm excited because Wild Card Weekend's one of my favorite betting weekends every year, just yeah. because it's always crazy. So, you know, I put I've been spending all morning just going through some different bets I like, which I posted on the 49ersrush.com and my Patreon. But I'm excited, man, because every game matters to us. You know, obviously the AFC games don't, but it's still entertaining as hell. But we don't know who we're going to play. There's three games. There's only three games for the NFC. All three of them will have an impact on who the Niners play. So there's a vested interest to watch and kind of learn and see what develops. Meanwhile, the 49ers are going to be kicking back, you know, in a recliner, having a good old time, sipping on my ties, just waiting for who's the next guy to go down. So and who they're going to play next. So I'm excited about this. This is going to be fun. It's, fun it's funny because George Kittle said that he didn't want to necessarily watch any of the games pretty much, you know, but because of his wife, Claire, she watches all football. 
So he she has no he has no choice but to watch the games because he said that's what's going to be on the television. I guarantee you, George Kittle is going to be watching them them teams because you know George Kittle is the ultimate. You know what I realized about George Kittle? He's the ultimate competitor, and and and, and I and I think that's why you know he deserves to be on the AP list and uh, just. He's just a great guy, like overall great guy. You love to talk to him, great personality. He shows it up on the football field. Remember that one play recently where Brock almost got him killed? And, 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 uh, it was, it was that was one the, play. It was just that, but it was, he didn't almost get him. It was, it was, it was across the middle and, well, wasn't it was a dirty ass play from the safety that tried that's to what I was, getting, right. It was so it wasn't a, it wasn't a hospital ball, but it was, it was, it was a tough pass the catch and he got hit in the back we kind of watched him kind of gingerly get yeah. up but then he came back two plays later yo it was just it's like george kittle is the man all right jack Knox with a super chat contribution hey guys keep up the great work sending love out to you all i can auto correct while i read isn't that cool you're better than me man it's all scrambled up here because it's, it's all yeah. scrambled. i'm gonna let you read this one here we go bobo Will these interviews and hirings be a distraction? Absolutely not. The 49ers, this is <laughs> this is modus operandi. This is what happens every damn year, and it's just the way that it goes, and it's never going to stop as long as you're having success. So, no, it's not. Every single team that is you know, having success besides the Dallas Cowboys um, are having their coordinators and coaches be interviewed for other jobs besides the Cowboys. Nobody wants anything to do with that. <laughs> disgusting whatever else i mean the the cowboys their distraction is their coach might be fired like literally this week like, like dang. as they go into the playoffs the eagles their coach might be fired as they go into this week like if that's the if you're uh, bill belichick and you want to get back to the to the nfc east prize picks is america's number one fantasy sports app with more than five million members it's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. You just pick more or less on two or more players, and you get a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. It's got quick withdrawals, easy game playing, and an enormous selection of players and stat types that makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. I made my first $10 deposit and received an instant $10 bonus. If you have the skills, you play for a shot of turning your $10 all the way into 1000 Here's what's great, too. It's available in over 30 states, including California, Texas, and Georgia. So all you got to do, especially during playoff basketball time, you just pick two players, Anthony Edwards for more or less than 29 points. You got Luka more or less than 32 points. However you see it, you just pick two, and you can get paid. So download the app today and use 49ers for a first deposit match above of up to $100. Again, download Prize Picks today. Use code 49ERS for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And, and let's say all let's say all, all three of them, all, all three of them won't be the commanders because Bill needs power. The <laughs> like, Eagles I could see. 
Ooh. I can see the but, Eagles but, and Bill Belichick. But, but who's who, who's the um the GM for the Eagles? Yeah, that's uh what's Howie Howie Rose, Howie. But Howie's hands off. Okay, Howie, okay, like, that's why I asked. That's the team. Right, right, right. But yeah, I think Howie and, and Belichick, they're that could work. It'd be like a new craft type Jerry of situation. Would not work with Bill Belichick, in my opinion. I cannot oh, see that at all. I just realized that that was the owner. I just remembered that that was the owner. Like that's yeah. not going to work ever. No. no well, no, he'll no. be stupid, man. That's the only reason why the Cowboys suck. Never mind. Um. We got another Super Chat contribution uh, from Trey Hall. You can read this one because it was funny. <laughs> All right, here we go. Niners-Browns um, Super Bowl revenge on Flacco. Love y'all. Shout out to Breezy for taking live callers. I love it. Come on, man. Red Cheeks Unite. That's what I'm talking about, Trey. There we go. I went guys, skiing yesterday, so they're, they're extra. Yeah. That, I, 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 don't, I don't think I've ever seen Trey's Red Cheeks, but, John, you look like an older version of – one of the characters from a Christmas story right now. There we go. I know who you're talking about too. You do know, know who exactly I'm talking about. about. <laughs> yeah, the kid that got his I got all the ginger quality besides the red hair. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've got them all. And so it's been that way since I was a little. I got like rosacea. Like it's like Listen. I'll post a picture and everybody's like, dude, use sunscreen. I'm like, man, it's like this is my skin since I was a kid. Like back off. Like, that raccoon hat he had on though, that job was fire. If I could find me a raccoon hat, listen. They don't know what they're talking hey, about out there, dog. Hey. Um, but listen, John, we're both happy for Adam Peters. Uh, I think there was one more question from uh, Kali. We, let's talk about guys who possibly could come in and, and replace um, Adam Peters. Now, let me, let me make this clear. I want everybody to realize that Adam Peters was promoted to general manager. So if we're talking about assistant general manager, so if we're talking about replacing him, we are not replacing him with an assistant general manager. That was a title that the, the 49ers created to keep his ass here. Okay? So go back to his original title. Let us know what that is and then who may be the possible candidates for that. Yeah, pro personnel and, you know, kind of assistant GM, you know, however you want to do that. You don't even have to promote anybody. You could literally just keep everybody where they're at. But I think the most in-house people are A.J. Gillen and then Tariq Ahmed, uh, those two. Now, outside, Tom Telesco just got fired, right? Martin Mayhew, we'll see what happens. Those two kind of make the most sense to me. But the Shanahan tree has been expanded so much. There are so many guys that would love to come here that are trying to catch a name for themselves. So there's options. The 49ers are going to have whatever they want, but I think they'll promote from within. Um, it seems like their whole thing is we're going to build new people at the bottom, make sure they fit our culture and allow them to rise through the ranks. And when the cream rises, those guys will step up into the new kind of thing. Uh, Steve Wilkes was the outsider, right? Correct. That's not that's the exception to the rule. That's not the rule. The rule is promote from within. And I think the 49ers will continue to do so. I, at least I hope so. So what's, what's your probability? Okay. Oh, shoot. Of them bringing back Martin Mayhew. I think it would be high. Um, I don't know if Mayhew would want to. That I don't like going back. I, I don't know. Maybe that's what he wants to do because the original four people that were hired, Correct. Kyle Shanahan was one. Yep. John Lynch John was Lynch two. Was two. Yep. Three was Peters. Four was Mayhew. Those were the four. Like now, the very first four hires we made in 2017, we 49ers, like that was it. Now, did John, wasn't John Lynch? John Lynch hired Adam Peters. Correct. That and was did, he first... hi, did, he, did he hire Martin Mayhew as well? 
I believe that was a him thing, but I think that was a him and Kyle thing too. Uh, okay, kind of. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Peters was a Lynch guy, and so I want people to understand, like, I, because because a lot of people are gonna feel like, damn, rounds three through five, we we're not gonna be well, and we're not gonna draft well rounds three through five again. So here's what I would say to that. Okay, now. I want to say shout out to one of my favorite people that I've had the pleasure of meeting Vish. He's incredible, you know, incredible on dude. Twitter and all that stuff. And I've met him in person and some of his family, like he's incredible. He is a much more pragmatic and intelligent person than I am. <laughs> we don't know. We do not know who is responsible for all these day three picks because it's, it's a conglomeration. There's the position, the scout, the scout that was in charge of that geographic area. There's the coach who really liked that specific player position. There's Peters. There's McVay. Uh, McVay, not McVay. That's the old McVay. But like, it, it's a whole thing. And so, for one person to get credit for one player that you picked or all the players doesn't make sense. But Adam Peters played a large role into those things. How much we'll never know for sure. It does affect it. Does this mean we'll be bad in day three now? I do not believe so. And that's why I wanted to give credit to Vish because he's kind of helped see uh, and stated much better way than I could that, look, it's not all Peters, but that doesn't mean we're going to stink now. I don't think that's the case, but it does play a role in it. And the 49ers are better with Peters here. He is gone now. Somebody has to step into that void. There'll still be third round success. It's still going to happen because we redshirt and we develop. Most teams don't do that in today's NFL. Very well said. Very well said. All right, let's move on, John. Let's let's talk about the return of Armstead, Odom, and Jennings. Which player will have the most impact? Yeah, it's Armstead by a mile, especially with Cleveland Farrell probably missing, you know, next week because it's stopping the run. I don't, I don't give a damn who you play in the divisional round. The 49ers defense is predicated upon stopping the run so that you could rush the pass. And Armstead is as good as anybody in the NFL at stopping the run from the interior. And again, we've talked about this a lot, Wayne. The best player the past two seasons in the playoffs? In the playoffs? Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead on defense. Not even close. It's it's like, and I, you said by a mile, right? Yeah, by a mile. It's not close. And I, and I get it. I get it. I get it. But for my offensive-minded people. Oh, okay. Okay. That's fair. Debo. It's the, it's a different it's I don't understand the 49ers. It's too complicated, right? Because when Debo's not there, you can't do certain things. But then you realize that those third and longs we like, have struggled. Oh my gosh, like we're 40%, 30%. I think the highest we got was like maybe in and 57% on third down. Like, bro, like without Jennings out there. The offense is different. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because the only time there's some type of a third and long is if there's a sack or if there's a penalty on first freaking down. It's and, an issue. And now okay. you're getting Juwan Jennings back, and there is just such a trust there with Brock Purdy to Juwan Jennings in the slot role. When Juwan Jennings had to play the Debo role, it wasn't there. Everything was off. But he's not doing that. He's going back to his spot. And so it just gives you, because look, if I'm a defensive coordinator, it's third and six. What is my entire focus going to be on? Brandon Ayuk, mm -hmm. George Kittle, mm -hmm. then maybe Debo. Right. But now you've got this extra fifth option with CMC, you know, not mentioned. 
Look, it's third and Jawan. Why is it? Brock Purdy's number one thing that he does is recognize coverage, and he yep. throws the out route to man coverage. Yep. It's his favorite thing to do, the out route to man coverage. And guess what? Jawan Jennings is going to be in man coverage most of the time. If you're doing any type of blitz, which he's the best first to blitz, why? Because he can identify it, and he can spot man coverage quick. That's simple. You look at those Ronnie Bell third down throws, not great routes. You know, his placement was off, all those things. But Brock threw the out route to man coverage to Ronnie Bell, I think two times in separate games on third down, and it just didn't come through. Route wasn't good. Uh, contested catch, not really Ronnie Bell's thing. He did get that touchdown, though, which was one of my favorite plays of the whole game. Just a big difference. Bigger bodied, you know, bigger target, more comfortability just with the route recognition, all that stuff. It just makes everything simpler on third downs to keep the possessions going, which allows you to run the ball more, allows you to defense to rest more. And it's just extra, extra, extra. It's putting spicy barbecue sauce on a burger. It makes everything better. So I and so that's why I understand why you say it's it's by a mile to get Eric Armstead back, but I feel like you can plead the case, you can plead the case for having Jawan Jennings, because it, it it it's the it's the sauce in the offense, right? It's that secret. So it's not even a secret anymore. It's like, yo, this dude is bigger than any slot guy. You're gonna put on him, and so you just throw him the ball, perhaps. And you you talked about one of the contested catches to Ronnie Bell, where he had to go up and grab it. Jawan Jennings is already eight feet tall, bro. That ball could be in the air. He just reaches his arms up. Then he's now he's 10 feet tall. And so, like, it's a total different package when Purdy's throwing it to Jawan opposed to when he's throwing it to anybody else, especially on third down. And Purdy is looking for exactly what you said, man coverage to the outside. Now, I would like to see them put Jawan Jennings in the slot and let him work that in the middle of the field. And we've seen that, too, where he'll take not a quick slant, but more like a post route, wide open in the middle. It's kind of what you see George Kittle do. And now he's the guy, and now Jawan's getting yak. I love it. I love it. So I'm glad that he's back. I'm glad that he cleared the concussion protocol. It's going to be good to have him back healthy. But let's talk a little bit about George Odom because special teams is trash when he ain't out there. It's bad, man. It's really, really bad. And, you know, thankfully, we finally made the conscious decision. It took 10 weeks to Just actually go weeks. for touchbacks on the kickoff team. Like, just tell Jake Moody, kick through the end zone. But, you know, Schneider the whole time was just like, no, we're going to get better at this. Finally realized, okay, we suck at this. Just kick it through the thing. That's helped considerably. Um, but, yeah, George Odom. And, you know, the all-pro team came out. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. He received four votes. He got four mm-hmm. votes for special teams all-pro, even though he missed, like, half the year. Like, Interesting. Shows you a little bit about people shouldn't be voting there's 50 votes per, per position and they're all kind of pro foot you know riders or whatever like it just shows you george odom should not have received votes but he is that impactful he has received votes in the past and so those guys just kind of bubbled it in special teams who cares whoever voted for him probably should never receive a vote again um i wish it was public but um but it shows you how important he is the fact that he got four votes and didn't even play half the year it changes things and with all this, you know, safeties having injuries and all that kind of stuff, it does give you just a little bit extra depth. He would be the last player I want going in at the safety position, but it helps having him out there. Because he's a vet. That, like, because like, he's a vet. Because, because he's a vet. And if you needed him to go out and play safety, he has the ability to do yes. so uh, And because he's done some safety snaps. I, look, I think all three players coming back is, is a bonus. 
Uh, of course, they're going to get the other guys that were kind of like dinged up. They'll be playing George Kittle, uh, Drake Greenlaw. All those guys will be playing. Uh, but another the, the good thing is they get a week off to rest, right? And so you're not seeing some of those guys uh, in there uh, as of right now. Let's go ahead and get down to the all-pro list. We got the first team all pros shout out to the 49ers you got seven of them in total first and second team five made the first team uh two made the second team you know and 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 john let me just ask this really quickly because we're going to break down each player and their votes but what's the difference between first and second team is it a money thing is it a status thing like does it what's the difference so the all pro the go back to the Madden All Pro. Now I'm going to speak Wayne's language oh, right man, here. The, yes. the All Madden team, right? Oh, Which came after the All Pro, and basically the thing is you're building the best possible team in the NFL, regardless of conference. That's one of the things I love so much about it. You, you can have an AFC and an NFC guy next to each other. You're building the best possible. Used to be 11 on offense and defense, but they changed it. Uh, this is the first year fullback could win it, and our fullback did win it. So the best 12, because they're doing sub packages on offense, and the best 12 on defense, because they're doing nickels as well, nickel corners. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole idea is you're building the best starting lineup on offense, on defense, and then special teams you add in kickers and whatever else. There's the first team. that's You're the best at your position. Then there's a the second team. Both, <coughs> excuse me, matter for contracts. Like Mooney Ward received second team All Pro. Awesome! I'm so proud of him. He got paid. He gets paid. He had this written into his contract. An extra two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Shout out to 49erscap.com, Jason Hurley for pointing that out. Um, that's huge. So he's an All Pro member, but it's second team. Joe Staley is the guy that kind of champions this. Joe Staley is never credited with making one first team all pro. He never did. He was so great, but Joe Thomas was around. Trent Williams was around. He's never made first team all pro, but he had three second team all pros. So if you're trying to get into the hall of fame, first team all pro is all that matters. Mm. Contracts, recognition, all that stuff. Second team is nice, but hall of fame conversation, first team all pros, all that matters. Wow. So, okay. Okay, so let's go through the team. Let's go. Uh, I'll read you the first team offense, and then we'll okay. stop at the Niner player. You can tell me the vote. So, quarterback Lamar Jackson, uh, running back Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, uh, unanimous. We had two players that were unanimous. Wow. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, there's 50 votes, okay? So, there's 50 voters, and he they got get a vote. All- he got all 50. <sighs> all 50 first place votes because they each get to submit two votes. First place gets three points. Second place gets one point. So each rider, there's 50 of them, picks a first and second place vote for all of these, right? And so Christian McCaffrey got all 50, all 50. Kyron Williams for, um, what's it called? The Rams, he actually received second place all pro, but he didn't receive one first place vote because it was unanimous for first place. So shout out to CMC. This is the second, you know, again, going through, how many times they have been all pro. This is his second all pro. He's only, it shows you how hard it is to, to it win is. this. It is. CMC's only done it twice. Twice. Yeah. He's going to need a couple of more too. Yes. yes. Um. All right. Let's start uh, uh, fullback. Kyle Juszczyk. Was this unanimous as well? No, he received 31 out of 50. Um, uh, Ricard from Baltimore got 11 first place in okay. gold from Miami five. 
um, Burton two and Beck one, but he doubled the previous score. So the very first time ever fullbacks received all pro votes and were mentioned in this. And sure enough, Kyle Juszczyk gets it. So uh, shout out to him. Hall of Fame career. He'll probably have to wait to get in, but he belongs for sure. Tight end George Kittle. When the Pro Bowl team came out and Travis Kelsey was the first team all like Pro Bowl guy, and it was just like, what the hell? There's like three or four guys that mm -hmm. deserve it more than him. The all pro kind of got it right. And so George Kittle received 39 first place votes. Travis Kelsey received two. And guess who received the second all place votes? Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta. It's I, Iowa, I talked baby. about this when I did the uh the, the players all pro, the NFL PA all pro, and I said I think they got this wrong. I think I, I think the players got it I wrong. Agree. Now it's a players thing, but at the top two tight ends this this year, go watch the show. I'm telling you, I said the top two tight ends was was George Kittle and it was Sam Laporta, the Iowa guys. I'm telling you. Okay, I'm sorry. I got excited. Here are your wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, and Amon Ross St. Brown. All right. Left tackle, Trent Williams. Unanimous? Trent Williams. Uh, not unanimous. He got 44 out of okay, 50. Okay, so out of, out of 50. Okay. okay. Others receiving uh, first place votes, Tyron Smith got one, Tunsil got one, Malata got two, and Brian Dawkins got two. Okay. So, But, yeah, it's not even close. Like, you add up all the points – Trent Williams got 136 total points. Second place was Tyron Smith with 15. Landslide, bro. Landslide. Landslide. Land freaking slide on my Fleetwood Mac. All right, here we go. Uh, left guard, Joe, is it Tooney or Thunny? Uh, center, Tooney, Jason yeah. Kelsey. Right guard, Zach Martin. Right tackle, Panay Sewell. Uh, defense. Lane Johnson, uh, again, this is important because I get a lot of like, Lane Johnson's just as good as Trent Williams. Okay, Lane Johnson got 14 first place votes for 72 points. He's a first team all pro, right? So technically, uh, he's second team all pro, I'm sorry. So like, just understand, Lane Johnson's great. He's amazing. He's, he's, he's nowhere great. near, nowhere near Trent we, Williams. We've been trying to tell people that Trent Williams... Trent Williams is the best damn player in the NFL. People don't want to listen. They, they, they're just not listening. They got to they gotta listen. You can watch it, but you got to listen. You got to listen. Not y'all. We talk about everybody else. All right, here we go. Uh, defense, edge rushers, Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, uh, interior lineman, Aaron Donald, Chris Jones, linebackers, Fred Warner, Roquan Unanimous. Smith. Unanimous. What? All 50. All 50? Place now, that's all pro for that asparagus, bro. That's, that's huge, what I'm man. talking about. Uh, also, Quincy Williams from the New York Jets. Uh, cornerbacks is Ron Bland, Sauce Gardner, uh, Nickelback, Trent McDuffie. Uh, safeties, Kyle Hamilton, Antoine Whitfield Jr., and special teams, Brandon Aubrey as your place kicker, A.J. Cole as your punter, uh, Kashawn Nixon, kick returner, punt returner, Rashid Shahid, uh, special teamer, Miles uh, Killebrew, and then long snapper Ross uh, Mastisic from Jacksonville. And then your second team, we got two players. I'm just going to read the two players. You got Brandon Ayuk. All right. And then, and, 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 and who else we get? Uh, we got Mooney Ward at court. And Mooney Ward. Yeah. Mooney huge. Ward. You huge. talked about the, 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 the Mooney Ward factor, but how does this, how does this help Brandon Ayuk? He's got an all pro, but it's not the all pro. It's a lot. It, it's worth it. He got, you know, he missed out on the 
the Pro Bowl, which is crazy. And, you know, with what he's done, and if you're just looking at stats and you don't watch film, I get it because he's just on the outside. But whenever you look at that fact that he has like 40 fewer targets than anybody else in the top 10 and just how efficient he is and how his run blocking and leadership and all those things, it's huge. This dude's got to get paid. He made a couple extra million dollars a year by making second team all pro this year. It's gigantic. So shout out to him. He has not received much recognition from the NFL. This is kind of the first time. And so I'm very happy for him because he doesn't talk much. He's quiet. He's chill. He's calm. His press conferences are kind of boring. It's just not really his personality. He does his talking on the field. And, you know, I call him Frankenstein because Fred Warner awoke the monster you remember that a couple of years ago? Yeah, I, rem- I, I, I remember it. And he ain't been the same since. So shout Never. out to Fred Warner making the best, you know, one of the best wide receivers and turning this dude into just a monster. Yeah. Jack says next year BA will be all pro. Uh, there we go. Yeah, because it's probably going to be it's going to be in his contract. If he gets all pro, he'll get this too. Like, that, you know. And so, again, like Brandon Ayuk is under contract next year. Like people keep forgetting his fifth year option has already been taken. It's like $15 million. Yes. That's it. Now, can he hold out and do the Debo thing and all that? We'll see. Absolutely. But there's a big difference between Brandon Ayuk's getting $15 million a year. Debo's last year was getting like 1.8 million. I I don't know the exact numbers, but that's a second round pick versus a first First round round year option. Totally different. So, We'll see how this plays out, and we'll deal with that. Right now, it's celebration time. It's just recognizing how great he is. Now, there are other players that did not make first or second team All-Pro that received votes. Um, you want me to go through these guys real quick? or Yeah, because I want to know how many votes Brock Purdy got over Dak Prescott. He got 22 votes. And, and so what did Prescott get? I'm just curious. So, okay, the point total, again, if you get a first-place vote, that's three points. If you oh, get right. second place, that's one. So, got gotcha. you. Dak Prescott got 32 total points. Brock Purdy got 22 total points. Okay. They both received the first, the same amount, two first place votes. Um, so pretty close. But Brock Purdy doesn't get anything because third team is not even a thing. But he was third. Do you do you think he was snubbed? Not from a voting perspective, just from a quarterback football perspective. I mean, Dak definitely put up numbers. Brock Purdy put up numbers but kind of tailed off, didn't play the last game of the season. Dak had to play the last game of the season. So I'm just curious to know, like. I don't mind them being close. The problem was Dak had a couple good games late, and, you know, Brock's worst game was on one of the most watched games of all time against the guy that runs the first place. Against the stupid Ravens, yeah. And so if he just would have had an average game, then he, you know, Brock, Lamar Jackson got 45 out of 50 first place votes, and rightfully so. If I was voting, I would have submitted mine. Lamar Jackson won Brock Purdy too. That would have been my votes personally. Yeah, PG. Shout out to all. Shout out to the 749ers that made it. Round of applause to those guys. Man. Work hard, so, play uh, hard. Yeah. Other guys receiving votes. Debo got three. Nick Bosa got five. Hargrave got one. Greenlaw got seven. Tayshawn Gibson got one, Mitch Wisnowski got one, and George Odom got four. So those are the ones that didn't get first or second team but still receive votes. They still receive votes. So congratulations to those guys. I mean, their hard work is paying off. You know, it's hard probably for an interior guy to come from a different team to really make his name. It's hard on this side, especially when you got to go against Aaron Donald. Just curious to know if he even got a vote. I'm talking about Hargrave last year. 
being on the Philadelphia Eagles, I, I would be curious to know if he got it. I know we would have to look that up, but that's something that we could look into because if he didn't, being here definitely helped. I mean, you know, just his play to stand out. You know what I'm saying? Didn't is not didn't finish the season with double digit sacks, but definitely was, you know, good to have out there. And, and you know, it is all it all comes down to what they're going to do in the playoffs anyway. So uh, I'm happy for those guys. John, I want to do something fun with you. Uh, I want to do my forty. Go ahead. Our grave got six votes last year. Also, he he kind of took a decline. Hmm. Well. He missed this time. Is. He missed he missed time this year. He missed time. The defensive line was still trying to figure things out early in the season, things like that, you know. But look, again, none of this stuff is going to matter cuz they're going to win the Super Bowl, and that's the only thing that's going to matter. Speaking of that, uh we're going to we're going to finish the show with this segment, uh and then we want to talk a little bit about uh, you know, the game plan, week off, what the players may do, things like that. Uh, practice, all that good stuff. Uh, but let's go through some accolades this year. These are the John Chapman uh, awards on the Wayne Breezy show. So you get to pick who you're going to put in these positions. So let's start with Rookie of the Year. Uh, let's start with Rookie of the Year. Who is John Chapman's Rookie of the Year? It's got to go to Jair Brown. Um, I, I think Jair Brown or Jake Moody. I think those are the two guys you're going to give it to. And so I'm going Jair Brown had to step up earlier than we thought. Um, not amazing, but we don't play rookies unless you're there's an injury. That's what it is. So Jair Brown, hopefully he can come back in the playoffs and, you know, put some good stuff on tape, uh, excited about him and just what he brings. And, you know, we didn't have a pick till late in the third. Correct. So I'm going Jair Brown rookie of the year. Love it. Jair Brown is John's Rookie of the Year. John, who is your most improved player this year? Most improved player of the year. You can only that, pick one. I can only do one? I don't like that. I know. The initial names that kind of came to mind. Yeah, I'm going to go Diamador Lenore. Ooh. I'm going to go Diamador Lenore. The fact that not only did he completely solidify the outside spot, which I think he did last year. But the fact that their game plan was Isaiah Oliver in the slot, totally scrapped that after the first week and said, hey, we're going to change this dude's position. Starter, now you're doing two. I'm going Diamador Lenore. Um, very easily could have been Charvarius Ward. There's lots of guys that come to, to mind with this, but Diamador Lenore is the one that I'm going to put out there. I can dig it. I can dig it. I can dig it. All right, let's go with uh, the offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. That's pretty good. 2,000 total yards, uh, 21 touchdowns. Just, yeah, he's going to be the NFL offensive player of the year for the second time of his career. We're going to get made. We're going to make a lot of money. If you've been betting with us, good Lord. But we put some money on that one before the season. Then we re-upped at five weeks in the season. Uh, we're going to be making some money on that. Woo, 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 woo. Money making time. Cha-ching. All right. Uh, let's go with defensive player of the year. Fred Warner. It's not close. Oh, I don't think there's anybody even close. Even. He's 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 building a Hall of Fame resume. Like he is building like here's the thing. Whenever you talk Hall of Fame, the first thing that comes to mind is can you talk about this generation of football in that position without talking about this player? So if you're talking about linebacker play. The past 10 years in the NFL, which he hasn't even been around that long. Can you not talk about Fred Warner? You can't. Like it is, 
he's the first guy you bring up. He is revolutionizing the way in which you play the position and how a coverage is so huge. And he's the best coverage linebacker. He might be the best coverage linebacker in the history of the NFL. I know you're putting Erlacher, Brooks. There's lots of guys that you could put in that conversation. Fred Warner belongs in that conversation. He's doing it. He's incredible. Fred Warner, defensive player of the year for the 49ers completely. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, just to get back to that Pro Bowl, 49ers underscore throwback says, thank you for the Super Chat contribution, that Brock Purdy was snubbed, and he should have been first or second all pro. Should have been second. He should have been second. Um, And and I agree with that. But I, 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 like, I like the reasoning on why like that you had right because when you look at Brock Purdy he he had the bad game and then it was a it was an okay game against the commanders and he didn't play against the the Rams right Dak Prescott was consistent the last 5 weeks in the NFL and I think that's what got him the votes right I want to look real quick if you don't mind Wayne let me pull up his last 3 games yeah um cuz I felt just- like the last game was like 260 something yards but he's getting touchdowns. He's get like, yeah. I mean, the last three games he had eight touchdowns, two interceptions, over a hundred and three uh, passer rating. rating all yeah. combined. Like that was his lowest rating, and so that was against Miami, Detroit, and then at Washington. And so, yeah, I, I mean, what have you done for me lately? Is the last thing they remember. A lot of those were primetime games at Miami, Detroit. That's huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get it. I don't mind. I I, I would have voted Purdy because I think he was better throughout the year. But yeah, you know he closed down the stretch. Uh, Dak did. You have to give him props. Yeah, it's, it, unfortunately, it's it's not always about how you start. It's kind of like how you finished, and he's been consistent. So like, he had the higher interception ratio earlier in the season, and it kind of like tailed off and and things like that. And so. You know, it's unfortunate for Purdy. I mean, I want him to win everything. I want him to win MVP. I want him to win, you know, but maybe he'll get a Super Bowl MVP. So let's just let's just pump the brakes and, and, and wait on that. Um, but I like your players so far because we got to go with the the Kitten Caboodle Award, which would be the, the MVP, the most valuable player for the San Francisco 49ers in the eyes of John Chapman. I'm going John, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. I mean, with what he's done, this is, you know, one of the best seasons ever statistically, efficiently, win loss, you know, touchdown, interception, whatever. Brock Purdy, this is a top five to six regular season of 49ers quarterback play in the history of our program. Yeah, I mean, first quarterback to throw for over 4,000 yards since 2001. First quarterback to throw for over 30 touchdowns since 2000. I mean, this dude is putting up. He got two first place votes in the all. Like, when have the 49ers been able to say that about a quarterback? It has been a long freaking time. So, my MVP, and I know that's dominated by quarterbacks and all that stuff. I'm going Brock Purdy. And that dude has changed the way we see the 49ers and what our long term success is. You know, everybody used to talk about how, like, oh, what are we going to do? You know, uh, you remember the Kirk Cousins conversations? I remember the Kirk Cousins conversations. I, I could sleep. Soundly at night, Wayne. That junk is that junk is dead now. Knowing that corny ass Mama Jamma, I, I understand, is not going to be on my team. I that got I you. root for, and I'm thankful. I do I, not I, like her cousins. I I, I, I like got her. you. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, because here's one guy you could have put in a conversation, right? 
And so, for sure. Trent you know, Williams. Yeah, JP, what's up, brother? Uh, shout out to JP, man. Like, he, I, I, offensive, offensive linemen will never get the Ever. fanfare that they deserve because they're trench players. They do the dirty work. Like they, 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 you know, you know what I mean? Like even, even when I think about Joe Thomas, like he might've stood out in Cleveland because they just never had a quarterback. Like he was the best player on the team period for the whole time he was there. So it was Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas, Joe Thomas every year until he retired. Well, let me ask you this and you know, you can answer this or whatever. Would you rather go into a playoff game? With Brock Purdy as your quarterback and Jalen Moore as your left tackle, or would you rather go into a playoff game with Trent Williams and Sam Darnold as your quarterback? If you had to pick one of those two, oh, I'm going. I'm going. I'll take Jalen Moore and Brock. Exactly, and I that's not a shot on Trent. That's not. I got you. I got he you. He is incredible, but you got to have a quarterback. You got to have one, and um, you got to have a competent quarterback. You you. When when you say you got to have a quarterback, I know what you mean. But for those that don't understand that, it's 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 the completeness, it's it's the competence, it's all of the things. It's the ability to ad lib, it's the ability to make accurate throws, it's the ability to be efficient. It's the it's what Kyle Shanahan needs because we've had quarterbacks, we just haven't had the quarterback. Yeah, and I think Brock can be him. I really do, and I hope. Oh, that he's Brock the franchise. He's yeah, he's so the franchise. He's the franchise, and, and and I I just we'll, we'll we'll wait till that happens. We'll wait till next year when you start seeing the money and all that type of stuff. But he's the franchise, and it would be really cool to see how he pans out his future as far as pay and things like that. Like that that would really set the tone. But I I I would argue Trent Williams. Some people are saying CMC as MVP no and offensive those. player of the year. So no problem with any of those. This is just my own personal opinion. And yeah. I do kind of operate that MVP, not that it is a quarterback only award, but that's kind of the way it's been portrayed. But again, MVP, in my opinion, I do like how they do one or the other. Like yes. the MVP doesn't ever win offensive player of the year. I do. Correct. Like that. It's you can get one. You're right. And, and, and I could dig that. Counts Chronicle man has a dope question. Who's your most underrated 49er? Dre Greenlaw. It's not even close. I was pretty <sighs> pissed. You know, you he think got, he's underrated? I do very much so. He got I... seven votes for all pro. Meanwhile, Bobby Wagner, who can't cover anybody, like he can't cover anybody. And Bobby so... Bobby Wagner's getting stuff still because of his name and yeah. and what he's done. You know, uh, he'll when your money's on the line, choose a trusted sports book that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together.
definitely be fizzled out. I don't think I don't think Greenlaw's underrated. Maybe maybe okay. to maybe to the league, but definitely not as a 49er. This year, some of the names that come up, Tayshawn Gibson, I, I thought he was huge okay. this year for the okay. 49ers. Okay. Um, I'm trying to go through starters. John Feliciano, he stands out. Charlie Warner stands out. Um, you know, Cleveland Farrell, I thought he was great, but like I don't think Mooney Ward's really underrated. That not anymore. And so it, it kind of the underrated awards weird that, because right. That's and that's why I feel like Greenlaw's not underrated. He's the mother freaking man. Like, like you know what I mean. But but maybe to the league he's underrated. Like, but right. it's but but then again he's not because when they talk about the Niners, the first and they talk about the Niners defense. What's the first that the first thing they they mention? It's not even Nick Bosa. It's the San Francisco 49ers linebacking core. Yeah, All season true. long, it's the linebacking core. It's 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 number one Fred Warner and 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 number seven or six, you know Dre Greenlaw. I don't I don't get underrated from that. Hmm. Who, who stands out for you? I'm curious. Like who who's your <sighs> underrated? Like, oh man, like you say one of your Michigan boys. Say one of your Michigan guys. No 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 Come no on. no. They they haven't played enough to be rated. <laughs> like you know what Every's I mean. He's had a good year. I, he came to mind whenever I thought about underrated. I. If I had to pick a Michigan guy as underrated, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I it would be it would be Jake Moody. Like I I I don't think people really realize what they're going to get in the future. They only seeing what they they're seeing right now. And so, I, I, like I I just think that that was a draft pick that they used like for now and something for the future because you can keep that pick. You can keep it cheap. And once he starts kicking them balls through the middle of the upright, I think everybody will start being like, oh, this is the best pick we ever had. And I get it. Like, I I, I totally get it. Uh, so if I had to pick a Michigan guy, I think it would be Jake Moody. I love Ambry Thomas. I love what he did. Dude, uh, you know, went from ball. not playing to starting. Like, that's crazy. I don't think he was ever on the chopping block, but I, I, he just wasn't. He was just going to be a rotational player. And then his number was called. So I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't think Juice is underrated. I think, I just no. think, I think he's underutilized. I don't have yeah. an underrated player. I don't. It's think. hard. Charlie Warner is a guy that, like, in the back of my head, like he's I thought the, he has been awesome. He's the junkyard dog of tight ends, right? He has been great, man. Like he's great in blocking. Really you start to, finally starting to get routes. Uh, you're starting to give him some catches. I get that. I can. I can. I can live with that. I like. I like Charlie Warner being an underrated player. I think that's the one. I think it's that's a great one. I think it's a great one. I think that's a great one. Great one. Um, I like this. This is fun. Wait to give me a chance to prepare for these. I sure enough didn't because I created it while we were sitting behind the stage. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. Absolutely love it. John, let's get to this game plan, man. Because let's talk about the four possible teams. That the San Francisco 49ers uh, can face in the divisional round. And before we do that, Gammon has a super chat contribution. What are the top six teams in the playoffs? AFC teams appear better judging by the eye test. I agree. What are your one through six rankings? Thank you. I'd say one Ravens, two 49ers. Um, Okay. Then I would say three. Probably the Buffalo Bills right now. Because they're hot. I'd say four. Gosh, it drops. It drops quick. I'd say four Cleveland Browns. That defense scares the hell out of me. 
five Dallas Cowboys. And then I would say six. I think I'm going to go Kansas City Chiefs just because uh, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I, I don't think the Chiefs are that good, and I don't think they're going to win it this year. And I, Them going on the road to the playoffs and this weather that's coming, I don't think benefits them either, even though it's a home game. Um, but, yeah, I'd put Chiefs six, I'd say, just off the top of my head. I got the same list, but take off the Chiefs and insert the Lions. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I I have a hard time respecting them and what they're going to be. I, able and that's to do fine. In the I, listen, I don't want to respect them either. I just feel like you know they got a they got a Super Bowl winning quarterback on their team. I know people don't want to talk about Jared Goff because the score was like twelve to nine, but it was what it was or whatever yeah. the score was. But <laughs> but, but at mistakes. the end of the day, they got experience, and the one thing that you got from Jared Goff was if they run the ball consistently, they're going to be able to throw the ball. We just talked about one of his all-pro wide receivers, first team in Amon Ross St. Brown. He's amazing. <sighs> amazing. Yeah. So and I, I, My I, thing is with Laporta out, I don't know what that offense is going to look like. It's going he to be different. staple. Did like they number two guy. Did they officially rule him out? I felt like he hasn't been officially placed. No, he's not practicing, and he might be a decoy, but like, uh, okay. not, there's no way he's going to be here. And they don't have another tight end either like that can do what he does. No, they're, they're, he's he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. So that, that, that can hinder them. That can hinder them, but they are playing the Rams, and the Rams' defense is pretty suspect. And so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But since we're talking about these teams and we're talking about, uh, you know, what's going on with the Niners, John, I mean, it's four possible teams, man. Give us your breakdown. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny the way they did it because you have the three AFC games first, then you have the three NFC games. And so let's just go in the order in which they're happening on Sunday, the Packers at the Cowboys. And he, here's the cool thing about the 49ers is, look, if the Packers upset the Cowboys and Dak does Dak things and Mike McCarthy does Mike McCarthy things, we know our matchup right off the bat because if the Packers win, that's who we're playing. They're the seventh seed. Um you know, they're seven-point favorites, the Cowboys. And I, I put all the bets up for Wild Card Weekend. Uh, those those have been posted on our site. But, like, man, you give me a three-team teaser, which I took, and you're going to give me 10 points. I, I don't think the Cowboys are going to beat them by 17. I do think the Cowboys win. They're at home. They're great at home. And eventually, the Cowboys, if they win out, they'll have to come to us in Santa Clara. That's not good for them, 42-10. to 10. I remember I was there. You were there. How cool of an experience was that? That was the, that was the experience of all year. <sighs> that was that was that was it. What a weekend! Because I, did, I couldn't was... stop smiling. My cheeks hurt that after that game. I First was of all, so much. We shot the Fable to the Bay video that weekend. <sighs> I walked around with an F Dallas T shirt on that whole weekend, and then we stomped the mud stomp out of them. Like literally, we stomped the poo <sighs> out of the Cowboys. So yeah, and so like that's a weird game because could the Packers win this game? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, they're a better team. Did they play this past season? They did early, yeah. And the Packers won? No, I think the Cowboys, uh, let's see here. When they played Green Bay, boop, 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 where is it? Maybe they hmm. didn't play. Interesting. No, they did not play. I was wrong. I'm looking. Oh, okay. They, they played last year. They played last year. Got you. Yeah, they didn't play this year. Yeah. Um, so, so I think that one's huge. I mean, I think the Cowboys win, but I don't think they're going to win by seven. And if they do, we'll see the Rams and lions. That's the most fun game. And the lions are favored by three. Yeah, my, my favorite bet this week is I took the Rams plus four and a four and a half points. So they can lose by a, f- a field goal and still get paid. So you do that in the alternative lines on my bookie, but, um, we'll see here. Yeah. Big Papa. I love that. How cool is that? 
Yeah, man. He went from chefing to rocking at the game, bro. That was a great time, man. That was great a good memories. Time. So yeah, I, I I do think the Rams are the better team. I do. And I think that's probably our you know divisional round matchup. I know that's not what people want to hear, but I think that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, the Lions got some injuries, man. It's not just Laporte; it's also Khalif Raymond, their you know number three wide receiver and special teams guy. He's kind of their Debo, so it's going to be tough. But they they are home, so that that's good for them. But it's going to be tough. I like this. I like first this. ever home playoff game in Ford Field. Woo! Ever, 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 forever, ever. <laughs> Forever, ever? How long has Ford Field been around? Forever, ever? Like, ever? Like, when they created Ford cars? The Model Ts? (laughs) I'm I'm looking it up. I'm trying to figure out. 1999 is when they broke ground and opened in 2002. So, 21 seasons is their first home playoff game. Do you understand how spoiled 49ers fans are? We are, but because we've lost the last two Super Bowl appearances, you know, we feel some type of way. It hurts. Yeah, it does. It hurts. And then the last game, you got the Eagles at the Bucks, and that's going to be I, my favorite game. The Eagles are favored. I, I don't care who wins. I, I, that's who I want. I need. I need everybody to do their job. I need the Lions, and I need the mother freaking uh, uh, Cowboys. If the, listen, I'm going to tell you this right now: if the Cowboys somehow lose to the Packers, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to blow the internet up. Literally. Um, but don't listen to Stephen A. Smith. Wait for my take. I'm just telling you, if the Cowboys lose to the Packers, the take <clears throat> from Breezy is it has to go viral. But I need y'all help. It's gonna go. For, I'm gonna put it out anyway. But it's gotta go viral because I'm telling you right now, I'm not holding anything in. I love this. Nothing's being held in because they don't lose at home. Remember? Uh, yeah, right. Unless we play there, we went there a few years ago and sent them home. Right, 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 right. And the playoffs Heads will roll, man. Heads. Will I was there, roll. but you know, I like that last game on Monday night because uh, you're gonna get the Eagles, who I really want to play. In the, I do too. I just, I just want to, I want to beat them in the playoffs. I know we stomped them in the regular season, but I want to beat them in the playoffs. And I want, and you know what I want the most, and this is gonna be, this is gonna sound corny because we're about to get out of here, right? This is gonna sound corny. I want their fans to see how real fans treat fans. Well, they ain't going to come to the game. Like, Good point. They're going to be scared. I got you. I got I, you. And, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I forget who it was. Uh, man, I forget who it was. But one of the Eagles players were like, man, it's good that – I think it was Darius Slay. Yeah, Darius Slay. He's like, it's good that we're playing on the road. We don't want to play home right now because they booing us the first – time something bad happens and we don't want booze in the playoffs like their players are actively saying we don't want to play at home in philadelphia like their fans are the worst human beings known to like they're the worst people to the, their people the ones at they're the, just the ones terrible at the stadium they are i i know one i know some philly fans that personally and then i know one that's always in our chat consistently yeah and he's pretty great. damn cool yeah but like the but the ones there it's geez. the worst it's the worst, man. <laughs> yeah, I love that. The Wire. There we go. Yeah. That's my favorite line. He do it in every movie, uh, TV show he plays in. He gets you with the she. He's, he's incredible, like, man. Like, that's in his contract. Like, you know, Sam Jackson saying, mother. 
that's right. <laughs> Don't get got. And somebody going to get got this week, right? Let's stick with it. I'll, Somebody's I'll just... going to get got. All yeah. right, John. Uh, who do you want the Niners? I want face. the Eagles so freaking oh, bad. We, we, I want okay. the Eagles so bad. Okay. I They're not a me. good team. They're not well coached. It's a high school offense. It got solved. Nick Bosa told everybody the blueprint. Everybody's doing it. They're getting taken care of by everybody. They got blown out by the Giants, even though they were trying to win. Oh gosh, man. Yeah, I want I, I want the Eagles. I just I just want the Eagles because I want to hear the excuses. <sighs> just tasty. Just taste mm. me. Just thinking about it. Probably not going to be them, but I hope so. We could make a we could make a Philly cheesesteakums sandwich or something out of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, John. Yeah, John. It's been real, man. I, whenever you you come over with a with a game plan on something, what's the game plan for the Niners? To, to chill and watch football, or I know they practicing today and they R and R rest and, and relaxation. relaxation. That's it. Oh, we did a show called Rest and Relaxation. Interesting. <laughs> Too interesting. That's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna have my feet kicked up. You know oh. why, John? Why? I turned 43 on Monday, bro. I did not know that. Yeah, How did man. I not know this? Because Happy be birthday. Because I'm usually I'm with you because we're yeah. ending playoffs playing the damn game. I'm sorry. That's right. Dang it. I'm sorry. So, Happy belated. The world is a better place belated. to in there. Because it didn't happen yet. But on this Monday. Oh, upcoming Monday. I'm early. The I'm 15th. Good. Yeah, you okay. could. I'll take it back. I'll take it yeah. back. Good. No belated here. But the cool thing is, you know, we ain't got to work. We could just sit back and chillax. Oh, it's a good week, man. It's a it's good week. week. It's a good week, man. Thank you guys, everybody out there. John, you ready to take us home, bro? Dude, this is everything that the 49ers wanted this year. It's here. You've got it right there. And it starts with getting this rest and relaxation and resting. You got Breezy's birthday off. Enjoy it. And then after that, we're going to figure out what we got next week. It's going to be a blast. We'll see who's going to get the beat down, but enjoy this week. Enjoy this week. Don't celebrate injuries. That's not who we are. We're not the Eagles fans, but I'm excited for everybody to lose, just like George Kittles or Fred Warner said. I want them all to lose, every damn team. Uh, just it, uh, It's like the, he's the, the best haters. freaking 40. He's my favorite player. He's great, favorite. Man. I told you he was my favorite player. You're Greenlaw. I'm, I'm Warner. It. He's my favorite player. It's my we favorite guy. We do this every decade, man. Navarro Bowman. Bowman, Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis I got you. But it reminds me of like the Dave Chappelle haters ball, right? Y'all remember that? It's just like, hate, 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 hate. It's like, <laughs> and so that's what it is this weekend. Just Woo! hate. That's Wait a all minute. we're bringing, man. I, I got to ask you this question before you take us home. Dave Chappelle's haters ball, Martin Lawrence's Players ball. Oh, I'm I'm a I'm a haters ball, hundred percent. Oh, not the players yeah. from the Himalayas. I love Martin, but Chappelle is foundational to oh. my well being. Uh, you just hurt my spirit. I'm sorry, you, man. You just hurt my spirit. We got a couple of questions before we get out of here. Ronnie says, yeah. Breezy and John, do you think? Uh, how do you think the rookies will handle the pressure in the playoffs? It's going to be huge. The only one I'm not really concerned about, but the one that I want to see handle it correct is Jake Moody. Right. We just haven't seen it. Right. Um, and the questions surrounding Moody were, how is he going to be in the playoffs, right? We never saw pressure kicks. The only one that he had, he missed. Um, and so that's the one. We don't know until it happens. And if he, he delivers, monkey off the back, celebrate. Will we be happy if he kicks a non-pressure kick in the playoffs and goes through? Any kick. But okay. At some point, a pressure field goal is coming in the playoffs. It's going to happen. The teams are the NFL is just too good. Woo! 
I'm going to go watch that episode of Martin Plays Ball. John, take us home, please. Guys, y'all are the best. Love y'all. Next week's going to be incredible. Enjoy this week. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.